I'm Mitchell Vandenberg. And I'm David Scarlatescu. And welcome to Back to the Scene. A home for movie lovers that want to stay up to date on all things entertainment. Whether you're a super fan or a casual fan, we got you covered. We talk about a wide range of topics including film, TV shows, and all things relevant to movie pop culture. So sit back, grab some popcorn, because we're about to get Back to the Scene. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Back to the Scene. We are back. It's episode 11 and uh, we're going strong in the double digits now. Yes, strong in the double digits. We have now two episodes that are in the double digits. 10 and 11. So Mitchell, we had a pretty... It's going to be hard to top last week's Ant-Man Mania trailer, yeah. but we've got some pretty cool topics this week. Yes. And I think we're going to attempt to get there. Yeah, so let's let's just jump right and talk about the Mando trailer. Mandalorian trailer for season three drops in March, right? March 1st. March 1st. I originally thought it was February, but I was like, oh, I guess they pushed it to March. So what were your thoughts on the Boba, Boba Fett series? Overall, I did enjoy it. Okay. There were some spots in it that I felt were slow. Beginning mainly, obviously. Yeah. Honestly, I think the best the best part of Boba is actually in the Mandalorian episode. I'm really <laughs> honest with you. It, it was cool to see the, the ship kind of get revamped and everything like that. So mm-hmm. that was the episode where the ship got revamped, right? I think it was, yeah, because yeah. Mando goes back to... And then Tat- you saw Luke Skywalker and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Okay. But no, this this one looks pretty good. You get to see Grogu using his powers on what I thought was Sabretooth originally when he jumped in and did that weird <laughs> roar. Give me X-Men 1 vibes. Um, you know what happens when a toad gets struck by lightning? No. <laughs> Good. What? Do you not the X Men One reference? No. No, I don't remember that. Oh, Storm says, "You know what? What happens when a toad gets struck by lightning? Then she shoots toad with lightning. Same thing that happens to everything else." Oh my goodness, that's right. Oh geez, I forgot about that one. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Mandalorian. Uh, we did get to see some 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 Jedi flashbacks. Got me pretty excited. And I think, well, we're assuming it's flashbacks, of course, right? Yeah, like the how Grogu escapes the Jedi Temple. So I'm imagining what that flashback's probably going to be. A little bit further of that, because we've already gotten a flashback a bit of Grogu I, during the yes. during order. But it was, it was it was pretty brief. It was, yeah. Like I imagine, because we we don't know how he escaped, how he got out. That's I'm true. imagining that's probably what we're going to see. Yep. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's good to see that he's still kind of using his powers and everything. So he's basically just going to be a a force sensitive user. He's not going to be a Jedi or anything yeah. as of this moment. Maybe he's going to be a new Mandalorian or uh, you know, a Mandalorian, 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 Jedi, Mandalorian Jedi crossover. Well, I mean, he's being raised by a Mandalorian, so it makes sense he would go into that path. Fair. Yeah. So what do we predict is kind of the main plot happening in this whole season? Because we know that the Mandalorian and Boba Fett, it's not really, they're not really, you have to watch every episode. Each episode is kind of its own story and then it eventually leads to something in the end. Mm-hmm. So what do we think is kind of the eventually end goal? To the end, end goal? Yeah. Well, I th- well, Mandalorian has the Darksaber and whoever wields that is the ruler of Mandalore, right? Yes. So I think Bo-Katan's going to want to fight him for it. Yeah. Okay. Because that, that was alluded to at the end of season two. True. 
And I thought he was just going to give it to her, but then there was like a rule of why he couldn't give it yeah, to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he slayed its previous, it has to be won in battle or something, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I Maybe, who knows, Man, Man, Mando might become the new ruler of Mandalore, to be honest with you, and be a leader of the people. A leader for the people. I think of that's people probably people. how it's going to go. Most likely. So we'll see what that what happens with that. I'm very excited. It's going to be it's going to be coming pretty quick and actually pretty soon after quantum mania we're going to get straight into it mm. so it's going to be exciting actually just one last thing i was just yep. kind of thinking of because man mandalore is going back i'm uh, sorry mandalorian is going back to mandalore yeah to bathe in whatever water to like redeem himself because he showed his face to grogu yes do you think during the course of season three he's gonna get some epiphany where he's like well it's kind of pointless and just kind of switch his belief system a little bit on it i we, thought we so, did i thought so two, i he thought he like, so. flipped back and it was strange yeah i thought so but seeing him flip back after because he was on that path and then he just decided it mattered again so i don't know on some deep level i really think he thinks that it matters and I don't know if that's ever going to change. Mm. I just find it ridiculous. So that, I mean, I understand that that's his belief, but like, cause it's like fictional and it's, you've already done it it's before. A, it's a religion. I know. Right. I know. So it, it, it's further than just a belief. System. But also it's, it's, it's like, it's cause he believes that that's the way that people, but then he realizes that the other people don't follow that belief system. And it's like, oh, so is this not the right way kind of thing? But the other people that don't follow it are not really Mandalorians. The only thing that I would Aren't think... are they, though? They, they identify as Mandalorians, but in his eyes, they are not actually Mandalorians I because they're guess. showing their faces. However, here's the thing. Bo-Katan talks about a time when they could show their faces and stuff like that. Well, Android. like on Clone Wars, they had they showed Mandalorian. Bo-Katan was like the second in line to rule. So, I mean, like... Yeah. So... Here's the thing, maybe, maybe when he goes back to Mandalore and potentially, yeah, I, you know what, now I'm going to, I might change my response, but yeah, I could see that he could maybe go back to Mandalore and see that there are flaws in the ways and kind of, uh, embrace a new way of, of, of looking a new Mandalorian, a, a combination of a different Mandalorian yeah. beliefs or something. Yeah. hundred percent. So no, it'll be, I think it'll be exciting. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this one. Always, always stoked of new car, Star Wars content. I do mm. have to, I didn't realize how many episodes Andor was. Yeah. You finished I, that one yet? Nope. I only watched two episodes. I got to finish it, but I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, so also this week, some news that's exciting for me is they announced Tron 3 is happening. Tron 3. Jared Leto's officially attached to Star and it's called Tron Ares. You know what? Good for Jared Leto. Guy gets a lot of hate. Guy he's an, he's an Oscar Academy Award winning actor, by the way. But I think I think he's so. a good actor. I think I think he gets too much hate for roles that he's taken where the writing is bad. He's acting the, the role to perfection, in my opinion. However, just because the writing's bad, you can't blame Jared Leto. Also, he's in like high profile, the high profile projects that didn't perform well. A lot of them. The first Suicide Squad, Morbius. What else was he in? I think just that. Those are the main ones that everyone knows about? Yeah. yeah. So in that regard, that's why people think Jared Leto, it's kind of like two strikes already that, you know. He's just like whatever he touches. No, I, li I live. But I live I for a redemption that. arc, and I think this is going to be. 
I I am making a bold prediction here that this will be Jared Leto's redemption arc. I really hope so because I love Tron. I love Tron Legacy so much. The only fun thing is, is like what makes one thing a huge element of Tron Legacy that is amazing is Daft Punk's score. Like they composed the film. Yeah, you're saying that. And they're no longer together anymore. Hmm. Unless they're able, because I mean, they come back just for the movie. They should, but. <laughs> composers like when it's like a, a theme that has been done like say star wars they reuse the same thing that would john williams i mean oh, yeah, they could do that. john williams just did compose all of, like the episodes but i don't think he did tweak, like tweak the tweak the score a little bit but based like, on the same he doesn't he didn't score the clone wars or both and they kind of like they pull john williams themes yeah. in episodes so i mean they could pull daft punk's theme and reuse it and create new s score uh seg or new tracks i guess I could see that I could see that. But, like, sure. the main theme and, like, main beats, they should totally... I, I think the composers, like, own the rights to the music they create for a movie, so they've got to, like, work out a licensing thing. Hopefully Disney does that. They should. But I'm really excited for Tron 3. Because it's been... First one came out... Or, sorry, second one came out in 2010, so it's been 20, uh, 13 years. Wow. Side note, too, that, that Tron is getting a ride in Disney World right now. And it is going to be finished building a few weeks, I believe, after I leave, which is really sad because I hear the ride is going to be outrageously good. So they're they're setting it up for you to be on the actual Tron cycle. Light cycle. Yeah. So uh, they've got a bunch of light cycles side by side, and it's going to be like a coaster of some kind, but you're you're in that position, which I'm very curious how they're going to be able to keep up with like safety standards and everything. How are they going to be able to lock you into that position? So well, you're you probably strapped in. Around. You got to be strapped in somehow, right? I need to know how you're strapped in, though. That it's well, it's because motorcycles are naturally open. It's not like you're sitting on a. Yeah, and is is it like I'm assuming you're on a track? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Okay. So it's not like you're like on a legit motorcycle. Like it's a ride. Yeah, I know. I know. But anyways, I'm sure they've got. Like, I'm imagine? sure they've got engineers. Would you, would you trust eight year old on the light cycle if it was like you know not on a track? Well, obviously <laughs> not. No. <laughs> and they're doing it in Epcot, which is like future land, right? So mm. no, should be uh, should be cool. I'll, I'll probably watch some or the watch the Trons before it comes out. Then <laughs> I wonder how you'd like the original Tron, the 1981. Uh, that one might be hard for you to watch because you have a hard time watching solo movies because it doesn't age very well. <laughs> no, that's that's tough then. That's a tough one. Tron Legacy, I guess. Well, both Tron movies kind of push the bar in visual effects because Tron, the first Tron was like the first movie that had that kind of level and extension of computer graphics because a lot of it was like green screen and like computer generated images mm -hmm. for the majority of the film. And then in Tron Legacy, it was like one of the first big movies that did the de-aging effect. With Jeff Bridges. Oh. oh, so that was... So basically the 1981 is the first one and then Tron Legacy is the second one? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they did do like a sequel setup. So this next one's going to be a third one. Yep. Interesting. Side note, I did just watch Jurassic World. Just, just Jurassic World? Just the first Jurassic okay. World, yeah. Not bad. Some like... Some weird things that maybe I wasn't so fond of, but... Overall, pretty decent movie, I think. But weirdly enough, Jurassic the first Jurassic Park still stands king after watching four of them. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. It's really good. It ages well.
So that's my Jurassic World update. I'll be on to the... I've, I've now exhausted all of the ones that are on Netflix, so I'll have to watch. What's the next one? Dominion and then Fallen, Fallen Kingdom? Nope, Fallen Kingdom, then Dominion. Okay, gotcha. Well, we'll get there. Okay. Also, speaking of Netflix, Cobra Kai, they just announced that season six is going to be its final season. They have they have five seasons going on six of that, hey? I know. I haven't even watched it yet. You Well, you haven't watched the original Karate Kid trilogy either, so... I can't believe it's a trilogy. It was He's like one of the Billy, biggest. Is Billy Zabka in all three of them? Just the first and the beginning of the second one. Okay. Okay. So you could realistically you could watch the first one and then go into Cobra Kai. Well, you have to watch all three because by season five, the main villain of season uh, the third movie is the main villain of season four and five. So like they bring back all. Like I mean, you could just watch the first one, and they do they do a lot of flashbacks in Cobra Kai. So you. I guess you don't need to, but I'd watch all three because they're great. Okay. We'll have to, we'll add that one. The The old movies list priority right now is Ghostbusters and Karate Kid. Yes. Those are on the top priority list at the moment. And then I should have my, my pop culture references caught up at that point. Because I reference those films a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. So Cobra Kai, season yes. six. Season six. Um, season six and final. Yep. I mean, it makes sense. Like, honestly, once a show kind of gets to the five season mark, that's where, for me, most shows kind of peter out or like start losing quality. Except for um, Friends. Yeah, I guess. I guess sitcoms sitcom. don't count. It's Sit a sitcom. Sitcom is a different story. Care. It's like drama because it's like you only can play out the same thing for so long. Yeah, you're kind of right. Now that I think about it, because I was just thinking about Suits, and I think Suits got to season eight. I think season six was still pretty good for suits though. But yeah, you're right. Five, six, and then by seven and eight, you kind of lose interest. Plus they're like, they're, they're all in high school. They can only stay in high school for so long. True. Cause like, I mean, they started there when they're like 18, like all the kids. And now they're like our age, well, I guess we're the same age yeah. as them. So. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll have to get started on that one. So when is that releasing or are they just, well, they, to they just announced it. They haven't started filming it yet. So I'd imagine. On the Netflix half. train, have you watched Outer Banks? I haven't. I was about to, and for some reason, I think because we were filming Young Run and I didn't bother because it's too busy. And then, really, then the hype died down. So it's it's really good, and I think season three is coming out here pretty soon. Probably in the next few months, I believe. Mm -hmm. So definitely worth getting back into. I think I'm probably going to rewatch it as well just to get kind of caught up again. Caught up again. But yeah, I think season season three is going to be here pretty soon. It was pretty good. It's got, it's got a lot of uh, twists and turns, and it, it it keeps you keeps you engaged and entertained. I like it for sure. Um, what else? Oh, on the net before we leave Netflix, then Netflix just dropped. So I'm a, I'm a sports fan, obviously, but they dropped Breakpoint, which is kind of their documentary style, uh, reality TV tennis show, basically. Mm -hmm. So they follow certain players around the tournament. Now, they dropped this in a really infuriating order. So dr they built this. It's the same producers as Drive to Survive, the Formula One reality TV show. And Formula One season, for your reference, Mitchell, runs between February all the way through to November, December kind of range. And then they have an off season and then they go back to work, basically. Drive to Survive drops every year in March for the previous year. So, for example, this March is going to drop the, for the 2022 season drive to survive breakpoint did the exact same thing so they just dropped i think i think they dropped it a few weeks ago 
And it was right in time for the beginning of the Australian Open, which is the first major tournament in tennis at the start of the year. And there's four major Grand Slams. You've got Australian Open in January. You've got uh, the French Open in April, May. And then you've got Wimbledon in June. And then you've got uh, the U.S. Open in August. Mm-hmm. So Drive to Survive in the past, obviously, they dropped the whole season, 10, 10 episodes long. Breakpoint, which is the tennis version, decided to drop the first five episodes, which lead all the way up to the end of the French Open, which is halfway through the year of last year. So you get to basically end of May of last year. And they're not dropping the next five episodes until June of this year. So I want to talk, I know you don't have contests about tennis, but that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about this weird setup of how they're dropping these episodes. Yeah. Like, I mean, does that make any sense to you? Because I was genuinely infuriated when I got to the, to the fifth episode and I realized that they're not dropping the next I think five until June. Netflix definitely has the worst um, episode release strategy compared to every like, it's not, like okay it's like they're, they're trying because like cable tv how it used to be with tv shows every week right from september to may that's how long a season of a show lasts and there's usually winter break introduced streaming netflix was the first kind of streamer to have original content and shows and they just dumped it all on the release day however they're now realizing realizing that's an issue because Whenever they have a hot show, they dump it all in one day. People talk about it for like a week and then no one talks about it anymore. So then the hype dies down. Whereas like Disney Plus, for example, their Star Wars and Marvel shows, they do week to week. So then the hype builds up. So then it gets people on board. You're constantly hearing about the show and then it attracts new viewers. And then new spoilers every week kind of thing. And everyone's talking about, yeah, okay, good point. And now Netflix is trying to do, they're like splitting up like Stranger Things season four. They drop the majority of the season and save the last two episodes. That's true. However, those last two episodes were really long. They were. It was like it was basically like the second half of the season, more pretty much. Okay, and that worked. I I think it would have been better if they did weekly releases, but they are experimenting with the breaks. Now, I do think they should eventually just go back or not go back, but adapt the original model of TV show just as week to week basis. Yep. Because that's much more effective. Yeah, I, th- I think, honestly, I think so. I think so. Because this, I would be much less upset if they dropped the first episode and then they were dropping for 10 weeks straight every single episode of the series. Mm-hmm. But to drop five episodes back to back, everyone binges it. And then you're going to wait six months to drop That's a long time. Five. It's just the strangest strategy. It might as well just be a different season kind of thing. It, I, exactly. It just, it didn't make any sense to me. And I know that they're trying to create hype around the second half of the tennis season. So I understand that thought process behind it. Because by the time they drop it in June, we'll be starting Wimbledon and then going straight into the US Open. So I understand that thought process. But... If that's the case, why did you drop French Open content in January when that's four months away? I stopped. I stopped trying to understand what Netflix is thinking sometimes. To be honest yeah. with you, because like I don't know, some of the release strategies, especially with their films, just boggles my mind. It's like they want to be different, but what's making them different is worse business decisions, <laughs> and they're so stubborn about it. It is. Ugh. Yeah, and I and I'm all for testing the waters. It's just they must have been able to survey some kind of setup. 
where they figured out that this wouldn't be a good idea for this breakpoint. But anyways, yeah. let's move on from it because it's it, it's just so confusing. And you said it best. There's just there's we're never gonna understand what Netflix is doing. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, speaking of streaming shows, yep. Agatha: Coven of Chaos has begun filming. Interesting. Yeah, and they have set photos, and I didn't bother showing them to you because it's literally just her sitting at a kind of I guess a cafe table talking to a boy ah in the scene so it's do we recognize early. the boy uh yes he was one of the actors that was cast like a new of new character that we don't know who oh okay a new so, character nothing from the past yeah yeah not, where is the set do it, we know it's it's is be this set, set after, before wandavision after after some of the cast members from wandavision like um mrs hart is coming back interesting so i i forget the entire list of the cast i can actually bring it up real quick uh, if you just want to jibber jabble about wandavision <laughs> the wandavision yeah I'm, I'm i've recently looked back back at some of the some of the clips from it and i think i i have to say i think it continues to reign as the top disney show that they've dropped so far okay i have the cast list okay Hit so with the cast list Catherine hans always returning as agatha considering she's the title character yes as i just mentioned deborah joe rupp who plays mrs hart whose real name is sharon davis because wanted to give them all new names. Okay. Um, Emma Colfield is, uh, all, sorry, Emma Colfield Ford is playing Sarah Proctor, who is Dottie, the main housewife who is like in charge of all the girls. Do you think this is going to lead right up to Wanda enslaving everyone and how Agatha finds out about it? Honestly, Westview, or do you think it's going to be full think, prequel I, kind of thing? I think it's well sequel. Well, after. It, Oh, you think it's based? It's based after the fact. Oh yeah. Okay, it's not based. I, I just I don't see like what's the point of the story of just like oh the end goal is finding out that Wanda is enslaving these people. We already kind of yeah. Know okay, you're right. Okay, so I it is like... it is sequel. Okay. And yeah, uh, some more people that are gonna be in it are gonna be Joe Lockie, Audrey Plaza, Potty Lapone, a bunch a bunch of people, but nothing that I would stand out to you. I don't think other than some people like Herb and Norm. The actors who played those characters interesting so it's going to be an aftermath of what happened at which is wild because we know what happened after wandavision which is she goes full scarlet witch so it's mm -hmm. going to be interesting to see what happens to the people of westview so if i'm not mistaken agatha loses her powers at the end of uh no wanda brainwashed her into thinking that she's agnes and left her in westview oh interesting okay i feel i have to rewatch that again because there's a few plot points that i feel like i missed i mean they they did drop the biggest banger of all time which was it's been agatha all along so musical genius right there i, I would say um but another thing that's wild do you remember all of the all of the uh the theories during the first oh, episodes of WandaVision. Madness. I remember talking to you about those. Like the Mephisto the theories. The Mephist Mephisto's actually the stork. And the way the crow moved was like he was trying oh, to steal the babies. I was like, oh my goodness. It was so A little wild. much. I a little much. I couldn't believe some of the outlandish theories. But that's what they did so well with Disney by dropping the first two episodes that showed us basically nothing. Episode three started to show us something. So it's just, it's interesting because... It's sometimes the simplest answer is usually sometimes the correct yeah. answer. Sometimes people overthink things so much 
Oh, do you remember the Reed Richards theory? Just like the engineer must be Reed Richards. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. There's there were so many that were just mind boggling, like, and it's no it's always way. funny to look back on those videos after you find out what's actually going on. It's like, oh no, it's just been Wanda mourning the entire time, basically. That's what was my kind of guess in the beginning, yeah. to be honest. But I really don't want Mephisto in the MCU. I really don't. It's just I just it's just another level added of just some. I guess level of well I don't know what I'm trying to say but like just a crazy wild thing like I mean I know the MCU is full of like superheroes and crazy magic and all that stuff and multiple dimensions but, but it opens up it's just like one of the hell right yeah it opens up that and like because like we already have like Egyptian gods we got uh not eternal sorry celestials and like what as guardians yeah just like just another thing of just oh this exists and how does it correlate with the rest like eternity no I can't I can't it's see just, I can't see them do maybe maybe like later if, like 10 to 20 years down the line they might open it up when they start exhausting ideas I just, I just, also i don't like the mephisto character to be honest with you fair one more day do i need to say more um do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah anyway um yeah that horrendous garbage anyway moving on more marvel thunderbolts is going to start filming in june thunderbolts okay so give us a little bit of backstory on Thunderbolts and everything. Uh, like in the comics kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, so the Thunderbolts are a team composed of supervillains led by Baron Zemo that took on the role of superheroes, like took on different aliases as superheroes in the public eye to pretend that they're a superhero team, but they're really doing villainous stuff in the background. This movie feels more like a Suicide Squad Task Force X oh, kind of thing. Gonna be, it's going to be a movie. Not a Thunderbolts? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you think this is where, um, who is the fake Captain America? What was his character? U.S. agent? Yeah, but what was this guy's character's actual name? John Walker. John Walker. I think it was okay. John Walker. And now then, I'm second guessing it. And then Natasha's sister, like, because you know the purple-haired chick that comes up at the end of, uh, at yes. the end of uh, Captain America Winter Allegra or Falcon and Von Winter Soldier. Uh, is she gonna make like bring them together and are they gonna be in thunderbolts do you think yeah well she's yeah she's 100 percent in it okay um so yeah she's they're she's gonna like, be members like the counterpoint to nick fury she's like the evil nick fury okay so she's putting a team together but yeah, it, the actual the news team. came from her that she says that they're filming in june julia louise drive wild the okay actress yeah and she's she made a request that she wants to have a fight scene in the movie so she's got a train i guess get into shape Yes, we know like what that's potential like. Fight, yep. Potential fight scene. Yep. But yeah. I'm just like, I'm old. If it does feel like the direction they're kind of going is a Suicide Squad kind of thing. That'd not, be smart. I mean, it's, it is, it is, they saw the success of DC and they probably want to do something similar. Yeah, it's just, it feels weird because the Thunderbolts, it's like a Baron Zemo kind of thing and having Baron Zemo not in the team. However, Baron Zemo in the MCU is a lot different than Baron Zemo in the comics. So, It's true. Plus, like, all the characters they have in this movie have very similar powers except for Ghost. Because they're all either... Most of them are, like, super soldier. You have Winter Soldier, U.S. Agents, Red Guardian. Um, is there another super soldier on this thing? Oh. Why am I blanking on... Oh, Elena. Oh, Elena. Yeah, yeah she's not super soldier, but, I mean, same kind of... Super assassin. Yeah. Yep. And then you have Ghost, which is kind of the only outlier. Right. 
No, I think it'll be. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's like the rumors is like, oh, because Harrison Ford's going to be replacing General General Thunderbolt Ross going forward, that he might be the Red Hulk. But I don't think so. Harrison Ford, man, they're not gonna. They can't. They can't give him a too much of a meaningful role. I mean, the guy is getting so up there, eighty something. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. But it's Harrison Ford, though. I know. Oh, I'm not complaining by any means. I'm not complaining by any means. I just can't see the Red Hulk theory. I know. It's I don't know. You never know. Marvel might surprise us, but we literally know nothing. We just have a concept art showing the team and the name. That's it. Interesting. That's and when when does it come out? Mm, I think 2024. 2024 is the target. That's closer than we think. Crazy to think we're already in 2023. I know. I mean, it's the before you know it. It's going to be June. Oh yeah, and they're dropping Breakpoint in June. Of course. (laughs) Add another thing to June. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So excited for this, man. I really wish I'm stressed about June. I'm stressed about June. Where's CinemaCon? Uh, it's in Vegas in April. So the movie Megan that came out a couple weeks ago that you've seen like three times already is officially getting a sequel. I love horror movies. Yes. The thing is like, it's made for so cheap. Like I think it was like $12 million. That's, that is really cheap for a blockbuster. Like, and it made like, okay. I don't know the exact box office number now that I'm thinking about it. It's gotta be over a hundred million though. Hey. Oh yeah. Let's see. Megan box office. Go to box office mojo. That's the source site not sponsored yeah but it is you could yeah. sponsor us if you want Bob. worldwide 101 million that's really good that's almost a 10x return on your investment yep thousand percent damn that is really good especially so, like you said for such a low budget i mean low budget in the scheme of things obviously right i mean 12 million is nothing to scoff at but 12 million is really reasonable if we're what's the studio that did that uh blumhouse Never heard of. Well, um, I think Universal distributed it, but Blumhouse is the production company. They do a lot of the horror horror stuff. Interesting. Like they did Malignant, Happy Death Day. I feel like there is a lot of upside to horror movies. As much as I don't like them at all, there's a they lot of upside because they do good, really well. Really good return on investment because they're really cheap to make, and they're 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 kind of timeless. I mean, there's going to be one time a year where they're just constantly going to be brought up again. Yep. Every year, regardless. So, no, it's interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Good for Megan. So you had a game idea. Yeah. Should we do the, should we do the game idea? Just do the game idea. Okay. So I'm going to give you an actor and Uh you're going to try and guess their highest grossing film of all time. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and keep it hard for you. Okay, good. Because if you're just like Paul Rudd, I'm like, well, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. No, I, I, you gotta, you gotta, you can't say like a Marvel actor because most of them are in Avengers Endgame. I got one, and I don't think you're gonna get it. Okay, do I only get one guess? Uh, no, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you three guesses. Oh, it's that hard. Okay. Gerard Butler. That's actually a tough one. I know. Is it Olympus Has Fallen? No. Okay. Mm. That's in the top three. Ooh. Okay. Can I ask like, questions about the movie? Or I just got to guess it. Like, I can't be like, is it an action movie? Is it sure. a comedy? Okay. Is it a rom-com? No. Okay. Oh, pff, I'm stupid. Uh, is it 300? No. It's not. No. Interesting. Good point. Okay. So it's not. 
Is it an action movie? Yes. Okay. I know they did. I'm trying to think what other actions because I thought 300 and then the Olympus, unless it's one of the other Olympus movies, but I don't think so. No, London and Fallen is number has fallen as number two. Okay, this one's really hard. It is. I knew it would be. Hard. It's not as like Greenfield Land or something. No, it's Geostorm. Never would have got it. No, never, never would have got it. Didn't think so. I was actually surprised when I saw it too. I thought it was going to be one of the Has Fallen's, and I thought you were for sure going to get it. Uh, Russell Crowe. Actually, that's Man of Steel. No, really? Okay. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't get this first try. Russell Crowe? Yeah. Oh, wait, no. shit. No, you're right. Sorry, Man of Steel. I looked up the wrong list. My bad. Okay. <laughs> Number two is what I thought it was, which is The Gladiator. That's what I thought, but I thought it had been... I didn't think it would nope, be... No, you're right. Steel. Man of Steel. Okay, my bad. Um, oh, I know one you won't get. Okay. Tom Hanks. Ooh, Tom yeah. Hanks. Yeah. He's got such a huge biography. I know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Top... I'm a Forrest Gump. I don't know. Close. That's number two. <laughs> Dang it. Could it be the Polar Express? Nope. Okay. I'm trying to think of like Tom Hanks movies that are like. This is going to give it away. You were close with Polar Express. Like in year wise? No. No. This animated. Oh, Toy Story 3. Yep. Wow. You knew the number right away. Hey, <laughs> Toy Story 3. Is the highest grossing film for Tom Hanks of all time. Now that I think about it, that's kind of obvious. So, worldwide box office, $1.06 billion. Wow. And Forrest Gump was $680 million. But if you adjust them for inflation, $1.45 billion for Toy Story 3 and $1.35 billion for Forrest Gump. Here's one. What is... I got, I got an actor. Okay. Hit Actual me. actress. What is Jennifer Aniston's highest grossing film? Oh, jeez. Uh, um, is it Horrible Bosses? Nope. Is that even on the list? Uh, not. It's uh, number five. We're the Millers. That's number two. Oh, man. Just go with it. That's number four. Shit. Is it a rom-com? Yes. Is it pre-2010? Yes. Oh, it's going to bother me how I don't get it. Mm, oh, probably. Any more questions? No, at this point, if you ask any more, it's, I feel like it's just going to start giving it away. But, um, okay, what is it? Bruce Almighty. Really? Yeah. I would have never gotten that. <laughs> I would have never gotten that. Truthfully, I haven't million. even, truthfully, I haven't even seen Bruce Almighty. So, okay. um, I didn't even know she was in it. So I wouldn't have gotten it. But number two, We're the Millers, hey? Yeah. Wow. They're making quite... a sequel, hey? They are? I thought I heard I thought I heard that. It might have been fake, though. Never mind, actually. It, it's probably fake. I feel, like that, news, ten, I feel like that news would have come across your desk. Is this real. 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, know, I don't know if it needs a sequel. It was pretty no. good. It doesn't yeah. need anything else. Okay, let me see. Let me see if I can do do another one. Here. Race, yeah. Oh, I got... I got a good one. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think in my head. This one must not all. Sandra Bullock. Oh, God. Ooh. Can I guess right now? Yep. Hit it. The proposal? No. Okay. Um. Oh, you're not going to get this because I don't. You never heard of it? No, I've heard of it. I just had no idea she was in it. 
speed probably not um, nope um the proposal was number five okay um no number four speed was number three something demolition man i don't know I, i'm trying to think it's of animated animated yeah oh god so it's probably she's like a side character kind of thing i'm imagining because i can't think of a center bowl maybe she plays the lead animated character it's, is it like is it like sing two or something like that or sing it's minions never would have got it it's minions makes sense, makes sense but like i didn't know she was she voiced the villainous Scarlet Overkill who manipulates the minions into becoming her henchmen. So pretty big role in it. I, I haven't guess. actually seen I minions, never seen but minions. But I, when I saw it, I was like, there's no way. So number two is Gravity. Oh, 723 okay. million. That's a good movie. It was a good I was going to say like Lost City, but like that just came out. I would have guessed so. the blind side would be a little bit higher too. Blind side number five. Ocean's eight, number six. The Heat. That's another good one with Sandra Bullock. No, no, okay. That's whatever. I'm gonna do it anyway. What is Arnold Schwarzenegger' high, highest grossing film? Is it a Terminator? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but which one is the question? Terminator Two. Correct. Yeah, you got it right away. Yeah. I just looked. I'm like, oh, that's too obvious. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got one for you then. Along the same genre. I originally looked up George Clooney, but I was like, oh, we just literally mentioned Gravity two seconds ago. <laughs> So then I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm like, okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger, let's go with that. So mine is uh, Sylvester Stallone. Ooh, okay. That one's tough. I know. And I got the idea from your Arnold Schwarzenegger here. Oh, wow. I don't think you're going to get this. I would not have thought about this one. Is it Demolition Man? <laughs> no. Uh, and it, uh, is it not Rocky or Rambo in any of his franchises? No? Maybe. Oh, God. There's so I know. That's what I was like. Rocky no. Six. Creed no. Two. Creed Two Number Three. Mm, Creed. No. Okay. Rocky Five. This it's is... not the Rockies. Rambo Two. No. Rambo Three. There we go. Rambo Three of all movies is his highest grossing film of all time. I could not believe that. That's crazy. What is it? Wait, we... no, that's not. This is the wrong list again. Oh. I'm sorry. So it might not be. Highest grossing box office movies. Rocky 3, 270 million. Rambo First Blood Part 2, 300 million. Rambo 3, only 189 million. Looks like it's Rambo First Blood Part 2. With the... No, The Expendables 2 is his highest oh. grossing film of all that time. more sense. Okay. This one's good. Okay. What is the highest grossing film of Robin Williams? This is a good one. Jumanji. No. Goodwill Hunting. No, it's not even in the top five. Goodwill Hunting didn't do so well at the box office, if I remember. It became like a classic. Well, actually, 226 million. That's not Goodwill bad. Hunting. Okay, that's pretty good. It's a little farther down the list, but it's not top five. Okay. Um, Hook. That's number five. Okay. We're getting warmer. Was Jumanji even on the list? Uh, six. Number six. Okay. Oh, Robin Williams, speak to me. Speak to me, Robin Williams. Don't think of a movie he's the main character in. Well, that makes it harder. I know. This is Doubtfire? That's number two, but he is the main character of that. He is, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Okay. Is a series of three. Friends? No. Oh. 
No, it's a high school oh, okay. film. <laughs> That's why I was like, I mean, it's a series of films. It's like, a there's more series than one. of films. There's okay. there's three of them. Oh, I don't think I'm gonna get it. Hit me. I'm trying to give you. I'm trying to give you another hint. Okay, because um, it's pretty big. Like it's not okay. The first one came out in 2006. The second one came out in 2009, and the next one came out in 2014. What genre? How to describe this? Um, <laughs> adventure comedy. Adventure comedy. He's a supporting character. I don't know, man. Oh, it's wait, wait. Uh, I was two seconds away from saying it. Mm. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't get it. Okay, I'll, I want to give you one more hint because okay. it's really nice. Um, it's you're not good at that's not gonna be helpful um hmm there, it, it's a movie that involves history national treasure no <laughs> no i'm trying to think okay i'll look all the the, no, the just first, say it just say it the first one is the one that's just say it robin I'm, williams i'm getting no uh dick van dyke's also in the film same with mickey rooney not uh ricky juvarius I guess it wasn't on the tip of my tongue. I don't know this one. Rami Malek, Owen Wilson. No. I don't ben think I'm gonna know Stiller. That. Meet the. No, Ben Stiller is in is the main character in it though. Oh. Think of a Ben Stiller. Zoolander. Fr- no, Ben Stiller franchise. That has three films. Meet the Fockers. About meet the parents. History. Meet the. He might be a night guard. Oh my God! Night of the Museum. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So which one is the first one? The first one? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, that's a go out. I mean, it's that's hard. It's hard when the actor you pick plays a supporting character. I know. It's really hard. It's really it's tough. Hard. Okay, we'll save a few more for next time. I think we spent a long time on yeah, that. But you're gonna have a you're gonna have a lot of editing I to do. <laughs> All the oohs and ahs and the thinking. Thank you guys so much for watching another episode of Back to the Scene. This is episode eleven. We'll see you guys next week. And that is a wrap on this episode of Back to the Scene. Thanks for listening. It would mean the world to us if you left us a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you're listening. And if you guys want to reach out for anything, whether it's questions or ideas for the show, please make sure to hit us up. We'll have the email and all our socials in the description of this podcast.